This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to Silo by Story Archives, the official number one Silo podcast in the world. I am your host, Mario Busto, alongside Zachary Newton, your other host. Welcome. Zach, it's Friday, and you know what time, you know what that means, right? It's Silo time, right? It's time for an instant reaction to Silo. Yeah. And I think that this episode might have been the best of the season so far. Thoughts? This this is the, f- I mean, when we started watching this, or I started watching it, I should say, this episode just it immediately irritated me. I was so upset that Marnes was gone. I No, this show, honestly, plot armor does not exist in this show. It is the king, I wrote it down in my notes here, the king of killing characters off screen. Marnes is dead. The last thing we see of him is a guy with a shotgun. You predicted hmm. last episode that he was going to survive. Yep. And this show did not say, this. they didn't look at him and say, hey, buddy, plot armor for you. Nope. Immediately. Dead. Yeah. And that's the second episode, that's the second major character in two episodes in a row where he's found the way Mayor Johns is found. Yeah. We, we, the first time we see him on screen <laughs> is underneath a sheet, you know? Yeah. That was the same way we got Mayor Johns in the last one. Mm-hmm. We lost, oh, man, we, this, is, this is episode five and we've lost... Uh, Holston, his wife, George, the mayor, and now Deputy Marnes. So, is that five for five? five I think characters? that's five for five. Yeah. Holston, Allison, George, Johns, and Marnes. Yeah. And we lost uh, Ch- Trumbull in this one too. <laughs> yeah, we did. Ooh. So, I guess we're six for five. Which, by it's the a- way, the moment I saw them out on the bridge, I, I immediately called it. I'm like, yeah, Sims is going to throw them over. You know, Zach, sometimes the most obvious answer is the right answer. And I think that I was right. So, I should take a little victory lap here in saying that Sims was behind all of it. I said, I think in the last episode, I said, who else would have cased Marn's house for where the shotgun was? Yeah. Sims. He was there right before. It's true. He was. He saw, he saw the sketch on the wall of, of, uh, of Mayor John's on the wall. I mean, yeah. everything comes together in a way. Where this episode, although it answers a lot of questions about what happened, we immediately find out who the killer is, mm-hmm. right? Which is nice. It's, it's nice that it wasn't dragged out. Mm-hmm. We also get a lot of questions unanswered again because now I'm wondering, is Sims Rogue, is there like a secret janitorial department that exists outside of, you know, judicial? What What is going on? Is Sims working in cahoots with Meadow, Judge Meadow or whatever her name is? Or is he rogue in his own way? Because we, we know Trumbull not only killed Johns and Marnes, he also killed Wilkins. Mm-hmm. Because he said, you effed up with Wilkins. Yeah. When he has his little altercation on the bridge with him, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, what, what are your thoughts in terms of like the whole janitor's closet thing? I know we're skipping pretty much to the end, but that's what my mind went to that i'm like what on earth could be behind this door yeah it it felt like like i was expecting it to be like some 
hidden, I don't know, a server room or something like that's where they determine what to project onto the screen. Yeah. Like that's where all the decisions are made or you know, some command center of sorts. It, I got to Sorry, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, I mean, it definitely has me wondering, you know, if there's like any, any stock behind that or not, or if it's just, if it's just a story, like I didn't see anything that indicated, I mean, obviously we heard everything Sim said, but. I got to say for Juliet, who's coming into the, her first job, first day, first week on the job, mm-hmm. the person who nominates you and now your right hand man are both dead in the same week by murder. Yeah. That is some horrible uh, situations to inherit. Um, and a staff that doesn't like you, by the way. A whole staff and superiors that don't like you. <laughs> yeah, that's I got, true. Nobody wants her there. Well, except, I don't know, Bernard kind of, I'm warming up to Bernard a little bit. Maybe it's I, foolish. I'm 50-50 on, on Bernard. I he was drunk I, like, on his part, ass the whole episode. <laughs> right? Part of me doesn't like him because I'm like, man, he's, he's drinking all the mayor's uh, liquor. I'm like, come on. That's he's why got, I like, do. He's got like a four-finger glass there right now. And well, then th- Hold on, on, but there's a reason for uh, that. There's a, there's a reason. Why? Because... They just came from a murder scene. It's hilarious. He pours three glasses of whiskey yeah. for everyone, but nobody wants to drink anybody's whiskey at this point because nobody knows. What's People are poison? just dropping yeah, dead. That's true. People are just like, dropping dead like flies. And then he's like, pours it all in one cup. It's like subtext saying, all right, more for me. <laughs> yeah. He, he spends the whole episode pretty much pissed drunk. Even his facial hair looks kind of like uh, he has like a, I don't know, a four day shadow. I don't know what's yeah. going on with him. He doesn't look. He looks unkept and I kind of believe him that he doesn't want to be mayor. He does not want this burden. I believe I believe that he doesn't want to be mayor, but I don't know how I feel about the fact that I kind of like him towards the end of the episode. Like he's being nice. Um, and it just, it, it feels weird. Like I feel like they're trying to make you want to like him, which makes me want to not like him. This show is so Game of thrones Like season one of Game of Thrones, I won't do any spoiler stuff, but Ned Stark, goes down south and everyone is being nice to him as the hand of the king and it's like everyone is being so nice that you're suspicious of what they're up to Mm. here you got billings who's a weasel who like i changed my opinion of billings about three times in this episode at first i see him and i'm like maybe he's a good guy maybe he just has a bad rap then he goes to judicial for lunch i'm like oh he's a weasel then he yeah. comes back and confesses, I went to judicial for lunch. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's not a weasel. Nope. And then he throws the patsy out there of like the fake guy that they want to arrest. And I got to give it to Juliet because she wins the, the most, the MVP of this episode because she sees yeah. through all the bullshit of judicial, not even IT, judicial, trying to put a fake guy up there while they just planted evidence on Patrick Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah, no, she did, she did a great job at seeing through that. Um, I, I don't like him. I'm just, I'm just going to say. You're going to go, you're I, anti I, I think he's in their pocket. I don't, I yeah, don't think. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I don't think that he's evil. I mean, at least not yet. I haven't seen anything to, to really indicate that, but he's 100% in their pocket. And he, I think he's just trying to, to use this uh, angle of being honest with her to, make her more comfortable that that's it i don't he's i don't a, think it's i don't think he's it's a truthful. snake he's a weasel that's what he is he's a weasel he's just he acts like an ally mm-hmm. who's just trying to take her job that's all he is that's it yeah. simple as that and we know it's as simple as that because w- when he's in sims's office he's there for a reason he wants to ask him for something 
and then it cuts away. And the next thing we see is him coming with a fake olive branch. So he tries to like set her up to trust him because he mm-hmm. says, I didn't go to lunch. I went to judicial. Yep. So now he's kind of coming in with a fake sincerity. He gives her a little bit of, you know, we've got these spies. We call them friends of the silo, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So you think, you know, maybe she's going to believe him. But no, she's too savvy for that. She goes straight to Sandy, who's who became kind of an ally in this episode, the deputy who was giving her the cold sho- shoulder um, in episode four after she took the job of sheriff. Yeah. Um, Sandy becomes her ally in this episode because she wants to find out who killed Marnes. Um, even though it seems to be just a... It only is known as murder and the up top because the... Let's just call them the three branches of government in the silo. They all decided that it was best to turn this murder story, this double murder, <laughs> into a love story of two old people who took a trip 140 floors down and their health was just so bad that they both died from yeah. the journey. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how many generations of silo people that's in a mess up of like mothers sending their kids out the door and saying, remember Mayor Johns and Marnes died going 100 floors down? Could happen to you too. Yeah. You know? Uh, I... I, I I can't imagine how many people are really going to believe that, but who knows? What did, what did you think of this uh, this whole funeral procession? Oh, what thing? blew what blew me away is that all those apple trees are dead people. I know. You know, the, I I don't know what it is with apple and dead people and well apples. What are you about <laughs> to just, say right now? I just watched uh, an episode of Ted Lasso like two days ago, and Careful. It, was, it was all about it was all about death. Yes. I'm not, not going to give any spoilers. But it was all about death. Uh-huh. And um, somebody makes a joke because this person was like, oh, I want to be, you know, buried under a, you know, an apple tree. apple tree. So, I, you know, give life or give something back or whatever. And, you know, this guy takes a bite of, out of an apple and he's like, oh, tastes like death. And here <laughs> we got it. We've got another show burying people and we've got apple trees on top of them. It was a great show and a cool little, we, we saw a little bit more of the culture of the silo, like in these, in these funerals. Everyone takes a bite of an apple and just throws it in there. So, yeah. their bodies essentially feed the, the soil in Fertilizing a sense. And, the seed, yeah. Yeah, but they got a lot of apple trees. That orchard is just death. It's a graveyard. Yeah. It, it makes I, sense though. It Not does. a lot of room for a cemetery in a silo. No, it's true. I, I half expected them to burn the bodies, to be completely honest, because... Same. I would do the same. How, how could that be years, healthy? That tens of thousands of people dying. I don't... I mean... I just don't think like those... That's got to infect the food. I don't, I don't see how that can help the food. I don't know. I'm not up to date on uh, human decomposition and how it impacts the growth of fruit. Yeah, maybe, maybe Jimmy <laughs> can look up uh, the decomposition of bodies and how it affects food. I would assume, like, you, that's why you burn bodies. You don't put them near the camp. You know what I mean? They inf- you know, maybe, I'm, maybe I could be wrong. I might be thinking of zombie shows and not actual reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, it says that there is nutrients that helps the plants grow. All right. So, well, yeah, I guess technically. How would you like that? How would you like an apple tree with like your loved ones? Like, hey, you know, that was grandpa. It was just, I, that's I his apple. <laughs> it's, it's totally unnecessary to me. <laughs> I would never eat an apple from that tree. <laughs> I, feel, I would feel weird saying, this, yeah. you know, your great, great grandmother. <laughs> just imagine you're walking around in your backyard. Your friend comes sure. over. He's just like, he grabs an apple, starts eating. It's like, yeah, that's my grandpa right there. <laughs> that's grandpa Charles. <laughs> uh, that's him. Oh, man. Hey, this, this apple tastes a little earthy. 
Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, 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 this uh, Weird Al sort of deputy. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Deputy. I, I, can't, I can't call him anything else now other than that. But I don't know why, like in the, in the previous few episodes, I was, I was a little skeptical about him. Like, I was just like, is, is he, does he have like an angle? Is he trying to do something? I, I don't really know. He looks like he gets he stoned like and just like has friend. munchies, bro. That, that's all it looks like he wants to do at this point. He looks he just like seems Harold, like he's a nice guy from the down deep. He looks like a side character from Harold, Harold and Kumar went to White Castle. Like, <laughs> he just looks super chill. I did get a little concerned for him though because when you first see uh, Weird Al, the deputy here, looking mm -hmm. at the holding three, he, there's like an ominous music that's playing as he's looking at the door. I'm like, is this guy about to ask to go clean that's what i was thinking for a moment yeah. too that's so exactly it turned, what i was thinking i wanted to make a comment here so apparently patrick kennedy he said that there was two reasons why it was silly as to why they were knocking on this door to try to see his wife one she was dead and then he didn't answer the second and i think i brought up i might have brought that up that he that there was a second and i was confused as to why he never finished that sentence mm. But it turns out that that second reason was because they got relocated after she died and that apartment yeah. wasn't theirs. So Trumbull actually planted evidence in the wrong apartment, which is what allowed Juliet to kind of intercept him in a way. Yeah. I didn't really pick up on the fact that that was the second point until you just started talking about it. That's what I'm here for, pal. Yeah. No problem. Thank you. You're welcome. There's a, there was a moment in the episode where I kind of, you think judicial has all this thing like tied up, like all these murders you're trying to plot and, and get done for some reason. It's to maintain order in the silo according to, you know, Common's uh, monologue Sims, before, yeah. he, before he kills Trumbull at the end. It's to maintain order in the silo. So there was a reason why they killed George and all these and Mayor Johns and Marnes. Still trying to figure out why they killed Mary Johns and Marnes, I'll be honest with you, unless it was to put their own people in their positions. Mm. But don't you think that they would have checked Marnes' pockets? For what? That's where she gets the idea to go see Kennedy again. She pulls the paper from his pocket and it was the mm. list of people who, got, who, he, who had a criminal um, record well, and the guy, the guy that they were trying to put, I, I guess, outside to clean for this, right? He was also on the list, I believe. It was Patrick Kennedy, the the guy who punched Marnes and broke his nose in the in the previous episode. It was him. His wife got framed by Marnes for something. Sorry, sorry. The real guy that did it was also on that list. Trumbull? No, he wasn't. No, he Why wasn't. Am, what am I thinking of? No there idea. Was it Patrick Kennedy that was, it was just like petty things? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm confused. They didn't, people. they never clarified what Patrick Kennedy did, so to speak. Not really. They just said that he was not a good guy, that his wife was a good woman. She fell in love with him and then she died. She got framed according to Patrick Kennedy by Marnes for something. That was it. That was all. But, but, okay. All right. But before she, so what is it? Is it, is it right here in the show? He, She's he about was to getting, walk out. He was getting framed because Sims knows that Patrick busted his nose open. Yeah, yeah, but when she, there was like two people that Ralph Memby, the, the we never met the guy. 
We never yeah, met him. But that yeah. that was the other guy. I think he was on the list as well. That was in the Yeah, pocket. he was just gambling and other stuff, but he was not the guy. He no. was just bait. He wasn't the person that judicial was going to put. They planted the evidence for Patrick Kennedy. Yeah, but, but they, they they wanted her to to get him for some reason so that just she so would that they could distract be wrong and get her out of the office. Exactly. That's yeah. what it was. But she sees through it, which is the my favorite moment of the episode when he's like, "Wait, wait, what do you mean a warrant first for for Kennedy?" You know, yeah. I love that moment when she's like, just cuts to the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then Sandy's like, what's going on? I need to know what's going on. I'm like, how about you just shut up and listen to the sheriff at this point? Yeah. You're like useless. Mm-hmm. Um, cafeteria man with the stars. Were they talking about the stars? I was okay. So let me just set, set it up. He's drawing on whatever he's doing. He seems to not be somebody working with the Wanderers, as we call them, or whatever faction that we have, we think exists in the silo that we haven't <laughs> met yet. He's just drawing the stars. And it's funny, I guess they don't know what stars are. Yeah, they call them lights in the sky. So he's pretty much mapping the gravitational, I don't know, the rotation of, of the stars or their orbit, right? I didn't quite pick up whatever he was doing. Um, I mean, obviously he's trying to sketch out some patterns but i didn't really i didn't really understand the significance of it what was his name again lucas or yeah, julian I, I think it's lucas lucas okay i want to say it's lucas he looks like a lucas he seems like he's mapping he does not look like a lucas um <laughs> we know different people like named lucas <laughs> he looks like a he looks like george's brother to be honest with you i don't see that George Wilkins, like he seems like a, a relative. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I thought he was re- related to him in some point, not family wise or anything like that. But I thought he was related because you don't see him drawing before George's death mm. or before Juliet goes up there. So I felt like he was connected in some way simply because he might know she's up there for a reason. Let me, he seems so purposefully there to make an introduction to her. Yeah, he does. It, it, it feels kind of like the, uh, I forgot her name, the, the, the crazy lady that was trying to help help them get pregnant in episode one. I think Juliet's got a type. I think her and Lucas hit it off and, and become a couple down the line on this show, if I had to guess. If she falls yeah. in love again, yeah. It's gearing up. It's gearing up. You know, yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't know where that's leading, though, because once you resolve... It seems like Sims cleaned up the mess of Trumbull in terms of, yes, he kills Trumbull. So that, there goes the truth of trying to find out mm-hmm. how much more crap Trumbull did on behalf of Judicial, right? So yeah. like killing George Wilkins, how much else he covered up. But you don't know really where, where, the show, where does the show go from here? She's obviously not trusting Bernard or Judicial still. She thinks that they trust her because she has a conversation with Martha. Um, is that her? What's the name of the woman in the workshop again? It's Martha, I believe. It's Martha. Okay. With Martha. So many names to keep track of. I, I know. And I'm horrible and, with names. And now, so. and now that we're doing the foundation on Wednesdays, like more names are infil- infiltrating my head. I know. As I'm, okay. She talks to her. And to me, I think Juliet's a little overconfident in how much the higher-ups trust her. I agree. I, I had that feeling too, specifically with yeah. Bernard. Like I, yeah. I, think she's, I think she's 
she's not seeing through the BS like she was earlier. Which I, I find that hard to believe. How could she actually believe that? Yeah. Isn't it a little too convenient that the guy who tried to kill you in broad daylight, because she does try to arrest Trumbull and they go on the, the hot, you know, what on foot, on foot hot pursuit. Yeah. It's a little convenient that he kills himself. People just killing themselves left and right in the silo. It's not like a common occurrence here. It's true. It's very true. Um, you know. One Did of the you, most, sorry, go ahead. I was just, I was going to ask, right, like as it relates to Sims and whatnot, do you think that Judge Meadows is fully aware of what's going on? Because he really feels like, like one of her henchmen or something. It depends that if that janitorial role, the whole story he tells about his father taking mm. care of the bully situation, it depends if his dad did what he did for a living. Mm. If his dad didn't do it, then Sims could be very power hungry. But he seems to be very duty driven, someone whose top goal is just maintaining order in the silo. So yeah. I have a feeling Meadows is pulling all the strings still. Yeah. And that he is the right hand henchman. And he could be Judge Meadows, like take her role in the future. You never know. Mm-hmm. The, the whole janitorial thing is, is very intriguing, intriguing to me. In fact, there were four things or three things that were really intriguing to me in this episode. What is Sim's background in janitorial? What is janitorial? What's behind that door? That's like one of the things. I don't think janitorial is janitor. So I'll just say yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. Two was the whole... Lucas in the cafeteria with the star with the star charting and all that. That's gonna go somewhere. I don't know what the epiphany is. Feels like a season two type of cliffhanger that's gonna yeah. come from there. Um, and then the third thing was what Martha tells Juliet and the when she meets with her because Bernard gives her the two days off and she goes down. Yeah, and she said there's two things that stand out to her in the pack. One, why they can't, they can't mechanize the way that they go up and down the silo, so they can't have pulleys, they can't have lifts they can't have anything like that mm-hmm. two is they can't have anything that magnifies past a certain degree yeah which would i would assume have something to do with how much you can magnify onto their display of what's outside or something to that extent or maybe it could interrupt the signals that are being sent to control what's on screen maybe i, I really think trying she, to look into it i think it was a camcorder though well, after all, it was it was definitely a camcorder. You keep out. doubting me on this. It's a camcorder. Well, you've been wrong on a lot so Are far you in silo. It's a camcorder. It's a camcorder. Now we know because we saw a little flip out screen, but it could have it had a very bright light projecting from it in the last episode. Yeah, it's like the power light. No, it could have been like a little portable projector. I did. I thought. You know, early I'm like, maybe it's a projector, but it just, it looked too much like a camcorder. And I don't, I don't see any value in trying to fool people with that. I just found it hard to believe that a camcorder would be the thing that changes the game in this. Uh, I just find that, you know, how is that going to have survived hundreds upon hundreds of years? I mean, how how would any of this tech survive that long, right? Well, some things are a little more believable than others. I also didn't know that Pez dispensers would play such a central, critical role in this show. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, and I think it's going to play even more of a role in the next episode. Not what if the silo, silo is just a giant Pez dispenser? 
that's the show. <laughs> just, just pops out people. That's you it. insert them into the ground underneath the apple tree and then they pop out the top. That's it. They're just, it's a giant Pez dispenser. All of this is a dark metaphor for Pez. Wow. The whole thing. Some advertisement there. It's just great <laughs> it just stuff. ends Pez. Yeah. Were you disappointed in, I think her name is uh, Sandy, that like assistant? For her reassigning? Yeah. I'm not gonna she, lie, she she's been annoying me for two straight episodes. She so. has been annoying, but at the same time, this was like, okay, great, got your approval. Now you're now you're useful or an ally or whatever you want to call it. And it's like, oh yeah, by the way, I I'm uh I'm not gonna be here anymore because I, I transferred before I even threatened you to solve Marnes's murder. In reality, I think it is a loss for her. But I also didn't see her going out of her way to um, give her any sort of information that was critical in this episode. So I say promote yeah. Weird Al Hank up to the top top, you know, mm. give him the a up top. <laughs> the up top. He's always wanted to be uh, a deputy, right? Bring him to yeah. the up top. Is he not a deputy? What would he be? He is, but, you know, yeah. let, her, let him take okay. um, Sandy's spot. Yeah, but then he can't get all those sh- hush puppies. I think he should be the chief deputy, Billings role, but she doesn't have a choice in that because they need to do the favor for judicial. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I still don't have a good feeling with uh, Bernard here. Yeah. Are we missing anything here? I don't think so. I think we've touched on the majority of, of everything on this episode. Yeah. I'm... Really looking forward to see what's on the camera, to be honest. I, I'm not super interested in what all this stuff is going on with the stars. Like, the only thing that I can think of is it's going to prove that what is on the screens is not real somehow. I don't know. I'm not sure. Mar- I think Martha certainly dies in this season, though, the way the show's going. Because if, yeah. if Judicial has that many spies... I, I would figure they'd put a tail on her to see what the hell she's doing for her two days off. I would oh, do it. Oh, yeah, that was, that was one other thing I was going to mention, right? Like, you know, Juliet really does a lot of things in the show so far that are just, like, so suspicious. First day on the job, George Wilkins file. Sandy Second day on the up. job, give me two days off. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Well, we don't know if this was literally the second day. It's been too, too much has occurred for it to be just straight up two days. But I would assume that this means that there's been a few weeks that have passed, maybe months, if I well, had to guess. Well, he makes a comment here, right? When she asks, she's like two days off, right? I think that's TV show stuff, though. Yeah. Well, in terms of, I think it's more... No, yeah, I think you're right, Zach. I think you're right in terms of the timeline of the show. Days. But I figure that maybe the book was probably a bit longer. It feels like a lot to put in two days. It and very does. convenient for her to, to close up a double homicide in a day. Yeah. With all the evidence there, you know? Yeah, I agree. Not a bit convenient. But in terms of the questions we have moving forward, um, I'd love to hear from the audience, you know, reach us at contact.soapbox.house, what your theories are as to what the cafeteria man was charting and, and how that might play a role down the line as to what's going on. Let us know your take on billings and wh- what involvement ju- judicial has in all of this because... Based off of what Martha was talking about with what's not allowed in the silo, we now know why relics are illegal. It's because they have certain technological characteristics that break the restrictions in the pact, right? 
Yeah. And and it could be that the silo, that judicial is actually doing what's best for the silo because outside is truly just messed up and it will kill you instantly. It could be that that's, that is the case, but I don't buy it. There's something darker going on in this silo. I agree. I'm not sure what. Hopefully we'll find out in this season. That about does it, right? Yeah, that'll do it. All right, y'all. We have the deep dive coming Sunday, around Sunday night, for all of you out there who are looking forward to that one. Uh, We also want to remind you that we have just launched a new series following Foundation on Apple TV. It's a sci-fi show based on Isaac Asimov's legendary trilogy, but it's more than a trilogy. It's it's influenced all of the great sci-fi works from Star Wars and Dune and I actually found out this week that Dune is technically like a commentary to the Foundation in a way. so interesting. Yeah. And there's a galactic empire in the Foundation that's kind of like the antagonist in a way. And you can totally see that in Star Wars. You have the the empire. So if you're interested in that, we're doing a season one weekly commentary leading up to the premiere of season two on July 14th. And let us know what you think about that show. It's a want to satiate your appetite in the week i know we have the instant reactions fridays and the deep dives late sunday early monday but we wanted to give an episode on wednesday so let you let us know what you think and um as always reach us at our email contact at soapbox.house and um oh and one last thing soapbox business show our business interview centric podcast look that look for that on soapbox.house we have a link to the show there and if you're interested in that subscribe and let us know what you think Awesome. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Silo by Story Archives. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can send us emails at contact at soapbox.house, or you can visit a website at soapbox.house where you find links to the shows and others on the network. Zach, I'm not going outside today. I'm staying in. I think judicial might might be They might kill you. Yeah. I don't don't know. I mean, it's it's been rainy out here too, so I'm going to stay inside. I'm staying in. All right. I'm staying in. See you later, guys.